Recorded live. Salam, what is now, family? This is your host, special guest, Amunta Hoodie Show Yashua. Today's topic is entitled Poison Center. And um, we're going to go ahead and break down the reality, you know, of um, the modern day you know, hospitals, clinics, pharmaceutical companies, you know, and things of that nature. Feel me? But we're going to proceed in about, you know what I'm saying, 15, 20 minutes from now. Going to go ahead and um, allow some people to call in. I don't want anybody to miss this message. You know, uh, be sure to check out King G Inc. And um, until then... Go ahead and enjoy these tunes. We shall be back. Hotel. The next movement. Feature the roots. I'm not going to be 
Media every Sunday, 7 p.m. EST, 6 p.m. CST, 5 p.m. MST, 4 p.m. PST. Make sure you tune in. And um, if you ain't able to call in, be sure to join us on the internet. Coming up right now, let's catch a fire. All right, tune in. Thank <laughs> you. 
authentic media. I'm Moshe Holy Show Joshua. Today's episode is entitled Poison Center. So we're going to be with you guys in a little bit, all right, family? Till then, just sit back and chillax, all right? Coming up with John 9, Gratitude, Gratitude by John 9. Whatever you're dwelling on is the reality that you create. 
You feel me? And um, I wasn't the one who called it ambulance. Other people called it ambulance. I guess they were trying to save my life. But, you know, me, you know, um, in most cases, when I have, like, a medical issue, you know, I really don't consult the hospital. You feel me? But um, the thing is this. Before the hospital even existed, let's ask ourselves, what do we use? What was our method, you know, of caring ourselves? What was our method, you know what I'm saying, of healing ourselves? What do we do, you know, to um, prevent certain sicknesses? What do we do? When we was injured, what do we do when we have a disease? What do we do billions of years before the hospital even exists? When people are still getting sliced, people are still getting penetrated, you know what I mean, with weapons, people are still getting bit by snakes, other type of animals, you know what I mean? People were still catching these diseases. You know what I'm saying? This E D I S dash E A S E. That's all it is. When you have this ease, it's a disease. What do we do? Usually we went to what we call shaman. Some cases went to the herb man. In other cases, we went to what was called a medicine man. But who were these individuals and why did we go to these individuals? Well, most cases, some cases, depending on which case, we went to these men because they were highly attuned with nectar. And as I mentioned before, nectar is translated as nature. You know what I mean? But we also perceive nectar as being supreme beings. We also perceive nectar as being God, according to the Medinetta, another ancient Egyptian African language. So as nectar represents nature, and nectar also represents, you know what I'm saying, God, then what do that tell us? You know, if you read my book, The Elements of Life, you know that the four elements of life have the power of death and the power of destruction. You feel me? So it was these four elements, nectar, nature, that we alive, you know. It's the four elements, nectar, that could destroy us. So who got the power of life and death here on this plane, known as the third dimension, or to some of you guys, planet Earth? But that's a different topic. Usually a man who is very attuned with nectar, was considered the shop man, the medicine man, the herb man. You know, when people used to go to them, you know, for all types of alignments, you know, uh, and, you know, everything you go to the doctor and psychiatrist and counselors for to today. You know, and they also did more advanced stuff. They did, you know, saying astrological, you know, predictions. You know, uh, they did tarot reading, which meant that they could um, guide you through your life path, you know, warn you of certain events, let you know what's going to come, help you maneuver through certain, you know, saying abilities, 
I mean, you know, through certain situations and stuff in that nature. But all of a sudden, many of us don't acknowledge this. Many of us don't have faith in this type of healing. You know what I mean? But this type of healing, you know what I'm saying, medicine man, herb man, shamans have been in existence billions of years before what is called a hospital. Okay? And now all of a sudden white females feel that if they can't have children at home, when prior to the 30s, women weren't having children in no damn hospital. You know what I'm saying? How long ago was this? Possibly 70 years ago, 80 years ago, or less than a century. You know? We weren't going to no hospital. Now, why all of a sudden are we going to a hospital? Why are we convinced to go to a hospital to bear children? Because of the birth certificate, but that's a whole new different topic. Okay? So, um, all of a sudden, we made a shift. Humanity made a shift. We replaced our shamans and our herb men for what are known as doctors and nurses. And if you look into the history of doctors and nurses, you look to the statistics of hospitals. You know what I mean? And you look into the results of people who enter the hospitals. Nobody get cured in most in, in most cases. You know what I'm saying? You go to the hospital, shit get worse. You don't see yourself getting better. But still, we rather rely on this. When we went to herb, man, you know what I'm saying? A certain herb would just take care of sickness in days. We hear the wound in days. But that's the problem. We lost connection with Mutegel, Mother Earth, meaning that we no longer know the powers and the metaphysical properties of these herbs. It's because we don't know that. means that we have lost connections with this earth. Because did you know that even today, in these modern times, you can take a herb that would take away Diabetes and high blood pressure instantly. Instantly. You didn't hear that, right? Did you know today there are herbs that can get rid of diabetes, high blood pressure instantly? Did you know today there are herbs that can get rid of cancer? Get rid of HIV. Did you know that? Probably not. But why you don't know that? Because your biggest enemy is the FDA, Federal Drug Administration. You know what I mean? They crack down on any person who practice natural herb remedies. There's certain herbs that are banned to come into this nation because, obviously, they don't want this nation to be cured. They don't want this nation to be healthy. They don't want this, the people of this nation, you know what I mean, to have longevity of life. But then you ask, why not? Well, 
the FDA will not make money if you just figure that you can go order some herbs from South America, order some herbs from Africa, order some herbs, you know what I mean, from Asia, that would get rid of most of these sicknesses that you have today. There was a man that came amongst us in, in the 80s. Man, name was Dr. Sebi. D-R dot S-E-B-I. Look him up. As a matter of fact, Go ahead and YouTube Dr. Sabi's video called Alkaline to Acid. And in his video, you'll see actual news footages stating that there was a man who had the cure for all diseases, HIV and cancer. And you'll say, hmm? So AIDS came out in the 80s, and there was a man who had the cure? But HIV, the same decade it came out in the 80s, and now we're convinced that there's no cure? Hmm. This man cured Lisa Left Eye Lopez of a disease. And shortly after she left Honduras, because they were the brother from, you know, a brother, African descended brother from Honduras, which is a country in Latin America, but Dr. Sebi is highly melanated. Very dark-skinned brother, kinky here. You, you know what I mean? You wouldn't, you, if you've seen him, Mr. Dan, <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll just be like, oh, that's a Sudanese. Or you just seen him anywhere in Africa. You know what I mean? He's an African in Latin America. Bottom line. See for yourself. Look him up. Anyway, she went to Honduras. And then after visiting Dr. Satan, Lisa Nefai Lopez, yep, PLC. Mm-hmm. Don't go running. Don't go chasing after waterfalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. She had a disease that was cured, you know, from Dr. Sabin, our herb man in the conscious community. And um, shortly after she arrived back from South America to the Americas, all of a sudden she got into an altercation where she lost her life. But if you look into the case, which many people don't do, you know, many people didn't look into the, uh, what was this lady who died, Aaliyah case, you'll see that a lot of phony things have went on. But um, you'll see that it was basically a conspiracy to get rid of her. But why did they want to get rid of her? What's the point? Because they didn't want this woman who had an influence in the eyes and the ears of the nation to tell the people that there is a man that got the cure for all diseases named Dr. Sabi. That's why. Because, you know, she's a part of the mainstream media. So where would it hit quick? Anything in the mainstream media hit quick. That's why many of the people lost today. And mainstream media, you know what I mean, is more influential than any media. And if we don't watch ourselves, you know, we, that media could deceive us as well. That's why we got to stay, you know what I'm saying, attuned with this underground media, such as raw authentic media. Feel me? Because this is where the truth is at. And they spend millions of dollars to distract you from hearing these messages. Oh, yeah, they do. But it's all good because the truth still going to prevail. So, Dr. Sabi set up a shot here in North America, I believe in New York. FDA came smashing down on them. 
confiscated all of his herbs, even incarcerated him and deported him back to Honduras. No, you would think that your government, almighty government, one who cares about the people, give us food stamps and welfare checks, government jobs. Why would they do something just now? Why would they do something like that? You know, uh, well, you can't really say it's your government. It's the FDA. And what you got to understand, the three leather boys, a lot of them are sovereign from the government. As a matter of fact, a lot of them are more powerful than the government. That's why laws are always being broken. You know what I mean? By, you know, the three letter boys, you know, read between the lines. So I started saying they letters, you know what I'm saying, going to start activating, you know what I mean, um, shit in their databases, and then they're going to start tapping into this call stuff like that. Because that's how these fools work. So you can read between the lines. They're the ones who really, you know what I'm saying, um, have, you know, the, the, the upper hand in a corporation of the United States. Inc. Incorporated. Hey, you thought you were living in a country, huh? Well, that's a different topic. So, there's many cases of men who um, provided herbs to the people so they could get better, so they could, you know what I mean, um, heal themselves with certain alignments, certain diseases, and they got incarcerated. Some got murdered. Some came from different countries and got deported. So as you can see, that there is a big crackdown. A big, 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 big crackdown. You know, um, people who try to really cure the sickness of people. You understand? So the FDA, you know what I'm saying, sort of like, you know, some central boys. I'm just going to say that, you know, some boys who are responsible for that cocaine coming through here. They basically have to um, do something that you will need to depend on, or should I, let me say this again. They have to create something that you need to be dependent on, such as, you know, cocaine, crack cocaine was created for you to be dependent on in order for them to make money off of that drug. So what they do is they create these drugs in the laboratories, you know, for people to become dependable upon and, you know, your doctor will try to convince you, oh, you stop taking this medication, you don't get this side effect, and you don't get that side effect, and it's going to happen, and not going to happen, and this in the 33rd, 3rd. You heard? That's what they're going to say, right? Get you all spooked out. Biggest tactic is fear. They love doing that. Get you all spooked out. That's why you a scary individual, you'll never be free. You understand? That's the first step, one of the earliest steps of freedom is to break all fears. got to stop being scary. Point blank bottom. Put your life in the hands of the most high. Quit thinking that some pale men have all the answers. Quit thinking that everything this pale man tells you, you know what I'm saying, is right and exact. You know what I mean? That you ain't got to investigate what this pale man tells you because he supposedly know it all. 
thinking like that, thinking like a damn snake. You know I me? Mean? A lot of you niggas who consider conscious think like damn slaves as well. And y'all should know better than that shit. You know I me? Mean? So, when you realize after a while, the medication that they give you temporarily <clears throat> will make your condition better. But then it'll offset later on and make your condition worse. Because they designed to make you keep on going back to the hospital. Because hospital business. Yeah. Hospital business. You know, you, at least the shaman, you know what I'm saying, in some cases, you didn't have to go pay the shaman or the herb, man. You know what I'm saying, to get healed. It was a community service. But in the hospital, they get you ain't got Medicare. And you ain't got no dough. Some of these states ain't going to see you, yo. True story. Walk up in there without no Medicare and, without a, and, and with no money. And some of them don't even care if you got a gunshot wound. They ain't going to see you because it's all business. They want their paper. They want their bread. They want their set of cheese. The hospital costs a lot to operate. So they got to keep you coming back. Huh? True story. So, that was the medication designed for to make you keep on going back, to make your condition worse. And then you take the medication and they tell you that your situation got better. But without you investigating your own health, how do you know it's got better? How do you know they didn't tell you anything? And as a matter of fact, when they say that your situation got worse, how do you know that they're telling you the truth? Did you investigate yourself to see that it got worse? Or did you just submit yourself, you know what I'm saying, as being the good old little slave that never questioned master? Oh, master said I'm better, okay, so I'm good. Oh, master said I'm doing bad, so I'm doing bad. And that's what it is. Nah, that's not what it is. Nah, nah, nah. Nigga can't be thinking like that in 2016. <laughs> nah, nah. God damn, probably, probably true. But yeah. So, I'm having a lot of people coming up to me, telling me about their medical issues. You know, as if I'm a shaman or urban or nothing. You know, I ain't trying to be sarcastic or anything, but you know, you know, a lot of people been coming up to me, you know what I'm saying, telling me about their medical alignments, you know. I'm not a doctor Satan, you feel me, but, you know, I was able to give them some advices because, you know, I know about the dirty game behind the industry, you feel me. And I'm a healer myself, you know, I don't really, you know, uh, market myself as a healer, you know what I'm saying, a divine healer or anything in that nature, even though I, you know what I'm saying, do have that knowledge. But... <clears throat> Majority of these individuals been coming up to me, you know, saying was, uh, you know, a Nubian princesses. You feel me? And uh, <clears throat> they've been telling me that they went to the doctor, and the doctor want to take out the placenta, want to take out the uterus. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, are these motherfuckers that bold that they is actually telling sisters? 
that they need to give up their goddamn placenta and their uterus and our sisters that goddamn ignorant that they allowing the doctors to get rid of their placentas and their uterus? Nah, cuz. Nah, cuz they gotta be joking. They gotta be joking. So last week I talked to her in regards to this, she told me that um, the doctor was getting mad when she wouldn't, uh, you know, ask him, I mean, well, you know, um, agree with them to give up her uterus. And I said, okay, so what's the deal? I even seen the doctor in the first place. She said she had need me a low iron. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I mean, <clears throat> wow. Because, you know, that is one of the simplest things to get rid of. If you got low iron, oh, my gosh, man, that is the simplest thing to offset. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the solution to cure low iron right now. And y'all, and y'all going to be like, damn. Oh my, is it really that simple? Y'all going to think this shit too good to be true. But, but for all y'all need me to out there, try this. If you got low iron, purchase authentic lentil beans. Make sure you get it from a foreigner. You know, a Middle Eastern store, Arab store, African store, Asian store. Not from no goddamn grocery store. But get some lentils. If you look in the back of that lentil, that shit have 50 3% iron, more than half of that bag of lentils contain iron. Get you some Kush Kush. A lot of people ain't even heard of Kush Kush. Feed yourself with lentils and Kush Kush, at least for a month. Put in every, everything that you eat. And don't cook it too much because you want to keep the nutrients. Cook it, you know what I'm saying, just enough to make it edible. And I guarantee you, if you check your own down iron, cause, or if you got an honest doctor, and you, and you check the results of your iron, that shit would be good. It would be good. You'd be like, wow. Oh, my gosh. It was this simple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that simple. Most of the diseases that you hear about right now can be cured with simple grains and simple herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For real. Really not difficult. See, you have forgot that food was medicine. That's what you have forgotten. That what humanity forgot. Food is medicine. Pure food, original food, authentic food. But if you get a food from these evil corporations such as Albertsons, you know, Bonds, Safeway, Kroger's, you know, whatever damn state you in, you know what I'm talking about, them damn mainstream groceries. Oh, 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 you consuming poison, homie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There ain't food up in there. That's poison. Oh, yeah. That designed to take you to the poison center. Oh, yeah. Them corporations, you know what I'm saying, do, do big business with the poison center known as the hospital. Oh, yeah. They be shaking hands under the table. Put this in your food so it can cause this type of problem and so they can run up in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep on we're gonna keep on coming in. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get that paper chini. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. Real talk. 
But it's just that simple. And I know because obviously when your iron low, you get cold easily. You feel me? And when your iron low, you get sick easily. You feel me? So me, you know, I got places throughout this nation. But, you know, when I'm in my home in the East Coast, you feel me? Uh, <clears throat> I can make sure I consume a lot of iron. Why? Because I don't want to be any colder than I have to be, nor do I want to be sick because it's easy to get sick during them seasons. So I'm not trying to brag, but I usually don't get sick in the wintertime when the snow's out there. And I really don't be cold. As a matter of fact, some people got to wear a sweater and a jacket. I should be wearing a thin-ass jacket. I don't even be wearing no heavy jacket. One down shirt, a jacket, and I'm out there. 30 degrees, 20 degrees, I'm out there. Not even a thick jacket. Nothing under it but a shirt, and I'm out there. People are looking like, wow, you ain't cold. Nope. I'm loaded up with iron. Sometimes I don't even have nothing over my head, and they be like, yo, you ain't sick? Nope. I'm loaded up with iron. So it's just that simple. Lentils and kush kush. Try that. All my nemics out there. So, me knowing that, I was surprised when the sister told me that they tried to tell her to take out her damn uterus because she had low iron. That shit, son, is so ignorant to me, man. Like, damn. Like, they really think or know some of you niggas is stupid as hell to even come at you with something like that. It was ridiculous. And they got her taking some damn pills for iron. Well, all you got to do is spend three ninety nine on on some goddamn bag of lentils. That's it. That damn simple. But you fell out of tune with nature. You know what I'm saying? You eat their drugs at their corporation that make you addicted to this garbage. That's why you'd rather choose a damn cookie over an apple. A cake over, you know what I'm saying, a plum. Some candy over a peach. Because the sad thing is, most people in this nation forgot what food was a very long time ago. In this place, on the United States of America, as I mentioned before, ran out of food a long time ago. So, you eating fake food. Orange with no damn seeds. Come on, man. Like, come on, Tony. You real? The first thing is start messing with, with them grapes. You ever had a grape that had seed in and then the seed is great? Yes. That's the first thing they start messing with, with them grapes. They're genetically modified organisms. Did you know what that means? Like, they genetically engineered the food and organized them. That's just, that's just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I, that's just saying that I am creating a human, you know what I'm saying, based off some genes of another human. But the human that I'm going to create is not going to be a real human. You know what I'm saying? The human that I'm going to create is going to be a, a, a imitation, a fake human, not a real human. You know what I'm saying? That's what GMO stands for. So these motherfuckers is engineering the fruits and the vegetables today, man. 
is not going to be an engineer. Right. That deep, family. That deep, man. They've been doing it with the food since 9 4, man. I should have been hit on this. Where you been at? Where you been? Anyways, I want to share this article with you guys entitled Dangers of Drugs. Okay, well, this is our quote. Adverse reaction from pharmaceutical drugs kills and injures millions of innocent patients each and every year. In the United States, for example, we have estimated that a staggering 2,216,000 hospitalized patients in the U.S. have serious adverse drug reaction, ADR. Each year, well, 106,000 have fatal ADR. This means that such reactions are between the fourth and the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. How, how, how? Ah! Somebody press the rewind button. Somebody press it right quick. This means that such reactions are between the fourth and sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, homie. Push that rewind button one more time. This means that such reactions are between the fourth and the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. Say it one more time. Fourth and sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. Pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, damn, homie. A bitch four? And it's on the top five list. Is this six? It's on the top ten list of the leading cause of death in the U.S. So why do you take the medication from the doctor or the nurse at your prison center, a.k.a. hospital, if it's causing that much goddamn death? What was the number again? 2,216,000? Huh? Hospitalized patients? Huh? These figures, it should be noted that they specifically exclude ADRs that were caused by error in drug administration, non-compliance, overdose, drug abuse, therapeutic failures, and such like. In other words, the ADR, now let me go ahead and tell you what ADR means, because you're going to see this quite. ADR stands for Adverse Drug Reaction. ADR stands for Adverse Drug Reaction. ADR stands for Adverse Drug Reaction. Okay? Now let's continue. In other words, only ADR that occur in patients who were prescribed drugs by physicians in accordance with the manufacturer instructions and who dutifully took these drugs as instructed were counted. As such, were factors such as errors in drug administration or overdose. The B included in the figures, the number of deaths and injuries was, would be higher still. Outside of the United States, pictures in other countries are just as bad. In Sweden, for example, more than 3% of all deaths seem to be caused by adverse reaction to medical drugs. This makes federal adverse drugs reaction the 
the seventh most common cause of death in that country. This makes fatal adverse drug reaction the seventh most common cause of death in the country. This is going to be a lot of time to be reminded. This makes the federal adverse drug reaction the seventh most common death in that country. So speed it also hit the top ten list of having pharmaceutical drugs being the leading cause of death in the country. They hit the top ten. This is serious. This is serious. And if you still take your medication after hearing this, then you commit suicide. Let's continue. Niggas who don't want to bear the truth ain't going to like this. In the U.K., 10.5% of hospital admissions are known to be the result of adverse reaction. Total admission in 2006 was $16 million, which means that 1,040,000 patients were there as a result of the drugs they were prescribed. As a result, the UK National Health Service is currently spending nearly two billion a year treating patients who have had an adverse reaction to drugs prescribed for them by doctors. Mm. Doctors. Okay. And Europe as a whole, drug side effects includes pay attention. Here we go. Death, birth defects and disabilities are the fifth biggest cause of death in hospitals. But reports of these dangers are being kept secret. Oh, that's why people ain't know. Okay, okay, now that makes sense. This is being kept secret. That's why some of you niggas are taking medication right now. Okay, okay, because you didn't know about this secret. Oh, okay, okay, word, word, okay. Yeah, that makes sense, but... Uh, after knowing this, you still choose to do that, and then, uh, <clears throat> that don't make no sense for me. The ADR statistic for specific drugs and drug categories are also shocking. A report on adverse reaction to antibiotics in the United States, for example, released by the U.S. Center for Disease Control in August 2008, showed that antibiotics put 142,000 patients into the hospital emergency room each year. When we talk about antibiotics, take 100,000 people, approximately, to be exact, 142,000 patients into the emergency room each year, antibiotics. And they would have just ate some natural antibiotics, such as a damn strawberry. <laughs> they probably wouldn't have to worry about that, right? Oh, but you probably say that, oh, man, I, man, I eat mad strawberry, show, but I'm still up in there, you heard me? Okay, well... The reason why is probably because you were eating a damn GMO strawberry, homie, which means a genetically modified organism strawberry, homie. Yeah. Get these records straight. As I continue. Meanwhile, at least 800,000 deaths and 500,000 major strokes worldwide have been caused by a beta blocker, a class of drugs used to supposedly cut the risk of heart attacks after surgery. Whilst Abendia and diabetic drug manufacturer Kaleskio Smith's claim as alone being estimated to have caused 
as many as 205,000 heart attacks, strokes, and deaths from 1999 to 2006. Nevertheless, and despite these statistics, national drugs and health care agencies refuse to act regarding concern about the ABR or simply brush them aside. Moreover, even when investigations are carried out by these agencies, they are sometimes conducted in secret. Huh? Mm, okay, so that's why people don't know. Right, 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 right. Okay. But what bears in mind also the fact that the number and severity of serious adverse events are sometimes not disclosed by drug companies. Either before or after their drugs are approved, it's become distributedly clear that patients are being deliberately and criminally misled regarding the dangerous and often lethal side effects of these chemicals. Oh, man. You know what? I want you to look that up yourself. I want you to look this up yourself. Go and, you know, to Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever you use, and put in dangers of drugs. Right? Yeah. Check that out. Check the article out for yourself. You know? I'm just using that, you know what I'm saying, to validate my facts. You know what I'm saying? Word. Y'all niggas like, y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Don't want to believe nothing until it's being told by the goddamn slave master, you know what I'm saying? So let me go ahead and use some of the slave master, you know, information, you know what I'm saying, to uh to to, to, to confirm what I'm telling you, right? Because y'all niggas don't hear from the slave master, it ain't true, right? Ain't that how some of y'all think, y'all hear? All right. <clears throat> so, now, why is I'm doing this? Okay, I'm at a point in time right now where a lot of people that I know, you know, friends, families, you know, associates, is falling victims of this plot of the pharmaceutical companies, the grocery corporations, and the poison centers, a.k.a. hospitals. And... It really hurts, you know, to see somebody that you love, you know, killing themselves, poisoning themselves, but don't know it. You know, and you try to tell them that they have more faith in the ones who are trying to murder them than the ones who love them. I'm at a time right now with many people that I know is dropping dead before my eyes. And it hurts. And I know that some of y'all on the call probably, you know, have the same experience. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you know. Maybe even yourself. Battling for your life. And these damn poison centers. And I'm wondering why you're not getting better. Wondering why you're going to this poison center, you're coming out and you're getting worse. Because it is designed to do that. It's a plot to do that. You feel what I'm saying? It hurts. When I tell them about Dr. Sabi, you know what I'm saying? When I tell them about people who got the, some of these cures, like Phil Valentine's, 
You know what I'm saying? So many people got these cures, like Minister Inky. So many people got these cures, like Layla Africa. And they just go on one ear and not the other ear. <clears throat> and if only if it would have just went in one ear and stayed in the head and then go out the other ear, their life could have been saved. Feel me? And I'm seeing young people these days because, man, they, I mean, oh, my gosh, this food today is so poison. I'm seeing people in their 20s. Diabetics, you know what I'm saying? High blood pressure, cancer. And I'm like, people, do not start waking up soon. All you're going to hear about is death around you. So they had to pump this stuff in the full harder. Why? Because human beings are not killing each other as much as they used to. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's starting to come on a higher consciousness. Everybody's starting to rise up out of their reptilian mind. You feel what I'm saying? So you don't see brothers in the streets fighting and killing each other like they used to. I ain't saying that they're still doing it. But I know in my era, it was way more rough than this era. I remember it was hard. I used to pray every day. Before I went outside, the literal fear of my life. I remember every time I hit the corner, it was beef. I remember hearing gunshots every night. I remember seeing dead bodies laying on the curb since I was nine years old. And they thought that after they upshift the economy, that that crime was going to perpetuate again. But now time is harder than it was then financially. But the crime decreased, actually. Why? Because people become more spiritual. You know what I mean? So now they got to use the external for us to get rid of us. We're going to go ahead and take a break, family. So sit back and relax. We're going to go into a different phase of this. You know what I mean? Oh, I got abundance of information that I'm going to have to share with y'all. You heard it. Raw Authentic Media. Every Sunday, 7 p.m. EST. Make sure you get a box every week.
Relaxing in the building with a moose and hoodie show Yashua. You know, you know we gonna win. Yeah, we do that. And, um, check out my sister, um, Alicia Fire. We gonna win. Uh, try to know. Yeah, that's what it is. Every vision. Who was 
you will be saved. You will be cured. You will be helped. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line. But you feel as if what we have doesn't resemble what the pill man have is not good enough. See, what we have is better than poison sin. It's better than hospitals. You know? See, he just, you know, used all this damn technology, you know what I'm saying, and all these other type of necessities, you know, in this hospital to make it look all elegant, you know, basically making it appear more complex than what it has to be. But when you study your culture, if you're a nature, if you're an African or a person of African descent, you'll know that what we have done was more effective than what the Caucasian had done with his technology. You know? Dogons didn't have no telescopes to know about Sirius Star A, Sirius Star B. Ancient Egyptians didn't have no telescopes to know if the pyramid of Giza was aligning with the belt of the Orion constellation. The Congo Batu, you know what I mean, um, didn't, you know, have to have telescopes for their information on cosmology. You understand? So, the thing is, what we need to do is what our ancestors have done. Because what our ancestors have done, you know what I'm saying, gave us longevity. You know, you're talking about a time, you know, where we literally lived to be a, a thousand years old. The human body was made to, to live at least 120, at least. Feel me? At least. And, yes, there is people who live in that long, believe it or not. Many people live in that long. And the slow that we age, it just goes on to tell you that. You know, we naturally have longevity. Like, come on, man. Like, we have people who still look good in our damn 50s. You know what I'm saying? Like, even 60s. You know what I mean? Depends on how you take care of yourself. Even in your 90s. You know, I've seen brothers who was 90s, you know, moving and grooving. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, but what had cut our life, you know what I'm saying, uh, long? Longevity, sure. Who was it? <clears throat> well, if you study, you know what I'm saying, major events that occurred in history, you know, and um, truth is truth. Whether you want to call it racism or whatever you want to say, you may want to say it ain't about black and white, but homie, it's all about black and white, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? It's all about that. Been about that before I was born, and been about that before. Anybody who breathes right now was born. It's been about that, all right? So take it or leave it. You ignore it, you become a victim. You know what I mean? Of enslavement. If you want to ignore this shit, go ahead. But always been about that. So the thing is this. When we stay to ourselves and Caucasians stay to ourselves, we as a people lived a lot longer and a lot healthier. We didn't know what the hell diabetes was. We didn't know what syphilis was. We didn't know what high blood pressure was. We didn't know what cancer was. All that stuff was, like, completely obliviated to our acknowledgement. We didn't know what it was. It didn't even exist before we even knew a Caucasian. 
existed. That didn't even exist. But this Caucasian was so damn dirty that on his way to visiting our people, they was getting sick. Like, this dude would be like thousands of miles, you know what I'm saying, away from us. And our people, you know what I'm saying, was getting sick. You know what I mean? And then, when he came, the closer he came to us, the sicker and sicker and sicker our people started to get. So as his Caucasian started coming, you know, a lot of people were dying out. They were falling flat. He was like, that mean, oh, no, fuck this shit. Build a wall. <laughs> so they built the Great Wall of China. You know what I'm saying? You know, literally to keep them damn Europeans out. You know what I mean? Because they was coming, and the nigga was coming with gnats flying around their ass. You know what I'm saying? Flies flying around their ass, dirty. They didn't take baths before the Moors came. Them niggas did not take no baths. They didn't believe in taking no damn baths. You know what I'm saying? It was attractive, smelling like a funk monkey. To them, that shit was attractive. You know, I'm just keeping it real. You know, you can look it up your goddamn self. That will even tell you. You know what I'm saying? Google the Black Plague. Go to the library. Ask for a book about the Black Plague. You know what I'm saying? Look up the history of the Black Plague. You know what I'm saying? On Amazon, the sun. Now, I mean, it's real. They will tell you. In their early history, it was some funky-ass people. Dirty-ass people. You said the beginnings of Europe... All, the, the, the beginning of their history it just consists of diseases and filth. You know what I mean? That's the truth. You can hate it or love it. I don't give a damn. That's just what it is. All right? So, when they start coming, our people start dropping. And when they was on the ships, because they practice, cause you, cause, because you see white folks, you know, um, you, they got these crazy-ass pornos when they be having sex with dogs and horses and camels and shit. You know what I mean? I mean, look it up, man. They do this. You feel me? Hopefully, niggas won't go as crazy enough to do that. But, you know, we down there, you know what I'm saying, a lot of our people is almost completely like this Caucasian as we speak. You know what I'm saying? But... As far as I know, we haven't done the bestiality shit yet. Here we go, you know what I'm saying, living amongst Caucasians for like approximately 500 years, and we still haven't went that far. And these niggas went this far before they even came to the to the African continent. They was on the boat banging sheep. And that was syphilis came. They came to the land having sex with women, and then sexually transmitted disease came. We didn't know what the damn condom was. We didn't know what the STD was. We didn't know a damn thing about our herpes. We didn't know none of that shit was oblivious. Billions a year, we didn't know what that stuff was, man. I came over there. And then, what really cut our life short, shorter than their diseases, was their diet and their way of living. We start to accept their diet and we start to accept their way of living, which is completely opposite of our nature. That's when our health went on a spiral declination. You understand? And, you know, we started dying as young as them. We started dying at 60, you know, 70, you know, 
some even 50, you know, natural causes. And now we're living in a time where, you know, uh, during chattel slavery here in North America, not only that they taught, taught us to adapt their lifestyle and adapt their diet, but they conditioned our people into adapting a lifestyle and a diet, you know what I'm saying, that was um, worse than their diet and a lifestyle that was worse than their lifestyle. So here you go. you got the people who age the slowest, the strongest people genetically, known as the healthiest people, been known as the healthiest people for, for, for millions of years. All of a sudden, dying quicker than pale people. And when they start establishing on poison centers, oh yeah, that really added on to it. The poison center got a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? Because trust me, they give young niggas medication. They ain't giving no pale people. Believe that shit. You know what I mean? They may tell you that. You, they may tell you and the pale person that y'all got a that y'all both got an oxycontin. But I can guarantee you, your oxycontin got some shit that that pill man oxycontin ain't got. You think they ain't got shit labeled? Yeah, you give these pills to the niggers, and you make sure, you know, the pill people get these. What? You don't think it go down like that? Think again. Think again. It is real. Just like the organ market. No, some of y'all probably heard about the organ market, but now you know. Guess what's the most expensive organ in the organ market? New being organs. You know what I mean? So if it ain't about black and white, why they pay more money for new being organs? You know what I mean? Like the organ market is so profitable right now. Cats in Florida right now slaughtering each other over organs right now. To come up. Because I think for a black liver, you know what I'm saying, is about um, $400,000 or something. And they said that's another reason why these young babies are getting shot down the street because they say a young black boy organs worth more. I mean, not a young black boy, but a young black child organs is the most expensive because it's the strongest. So they see the young teenagers, the young Nubian teenagers, you know, healthy, they clack them out, send them to the funeral, when they get in on caskets, they is stripping the hell out of them organs. Believe that. Believe that. When you in that casket, you in that funeral, when you hit that hospital and you die, because that's what they, they want y'all niggas to die. They want your organs. That's what you got to keep in mind. Well, nah, I gotta send the hell out of these hospitals to these niggas is plotting for my organs. It is real. Believe that. It is real. They is plotting for them organs. That's why they tell these sisters stupid ass shit like you got high temp, high iron rate. I need your dimple. I need your uterus. I need your placenta. I got to come out with this, man, because people that I love is being fucking affected by this shit, man. You start messing with my love, mom, man, I got to come at you, man. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? That's the cipher right now, man. You know what I mean? 
people, the organ market so damn profitable. And people in third world countries right now is slicing their own fucking stomachs open and taking out their own kidneys. Just to get that peppercini. In other words, money. It is that real. Cats in the Philippines right now giving up them organs. Doctors paying them 400 G's for them organs. You understand? So, just pay attention. Next time a little youngster get deceased, tell them that you want to cremate the body. And watch how these fools going to react. Oh, no, you want to cremate? No, no, no. How about you just, you know, um, you know, you just bury him or something like that. I'd be like, oh, you're going to cremate him? Okay, hold up. <clears throat> um, give us a couple of days and uh, we'll take care of it. Yeah. And do you stick them damn organs out? I tell them next time when one of your loved ones get to see, tell them that you want to keep the organs and watch how they act. You're going to see some damn awkwardness. My phone will be knocking on your damn door. Um, excuse me, sir. Um, I just don't understand. Like, why do you want to keep um, the organs of your ancestors on them? Just out of curiosity. Mind your own goddamn business. Uh, hey, hey, hello. How you doing, sir? Um, yeah, um, I'm just coming back um, to uh, ask you, how did it go, huh? What what the organs? What what plans you have for it? Excuse me. Get the hell out of here. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Okay, okay. Um, let let me just get straight to the bottom line, okay? Um, you want to sell them organs? Huh? Sell my organs? What the hell? You want some goddamn organs? <laughs> Do you want to sell the organs or not? You know what I mean? It is real. They're going to be at your ass for them organs. You know? Because they study the science. They study biology. They study anatomy. Anybody who studied these disciplines already know that, you know, the, that uh, the Nubian body is the most Superior, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just what it is. Maybe you want to, you know, live an illusion that everybody equal and we all the same and shit, but I mean, I'm sorry, it's not. It's not true, okay? We're all not equal, we're all not the same. All right, Nubian organs are more strong, okay? That's what they want. Feel me? Your white folks is. Is taking out their hearts. They sell their own heart, and they'll buy a Nubian heart as a replacement. Why? Because they want to live longer. Why? Because they want to live stronger. Because they study your body. So they know how to take care of your body more than you know how to take care of your body. They're like, oh, man, just give me a nigger lungs and a nigger heart, and I'll be living Nigger ages. I'll probably be dying at 130. Only them niggers knew what they have. Niggers don't know nothing. 
Them niggas don't know that they got gold. Them niggas don't know they got diamonds. Them niggas don't know they got coal bat. Them niggas don't know they got tin. They don't know they got rubbers. Them niggas don't know that they got the strongest body, the strongest mind. Them niggas don't know shit. So, them niggas don't know. They ain't taking the best advantage of it. And I sure will. If I give a goddamn, and they don't give a goddamn. You feel me? Word on the street. And you don't believe me, go ahead and um, look it up for yourself. Check out the Oregon black market. You know what I mean? This is real. But that's another reason why the poison centers, you know, want you. You know what I'm saying? That's another reason why they want you. Hell. They don't want to heal you. They want to terminate your ass because they want them organs. They want that black wound placenta because it got a lot of nutrients to it, in it. You know what I'm saying? And they want to strip the DNA, strip the placenta for the DNA. They want to strip the genetics and everything and put it amongst themselves because we're really talking about a parasite people, man. I mean, this shouldn't be, you know, surprising for me to, to say that pill people are parasites. I mean, just look at it, man. I mean, ever since them niggas came out the cave, they've been living off of people. You know what I'm saying? How, how do they get rich off of us, off of our labor, off of our resources? You know what I mean? Off of our bodies. And making money off of us from the cradle to the grave. You know what I mean? If they don't have our homoglobin, you know what I'm saying, in their blood, every 300 years they would literally bleed out. You know what I'm saying? If they stay amongst themselves for too long, you know, they'll, the sun will literally burn them out. You know what I mean? They literally have to intermix with us right now. You feel me? How you think a Caucasian man who would have who would have killed a black man for dating a white woman all of a sudden promoting interracial relationship? Black men with white women, and vice versa. But all of a sudden he don't care about us being with his woman because he know they know that the climate has a possibility of becoming more hotter. You know what I mean? And their blood is bleeding out, and they have to intermix with us in order to perpetuate. But then you'll say, well, if they intermix with us, wouldn't they, be, wouldn't they become black instead of white? Of course the black gene's going to dominate, but what does it matter if the black gene's going to dominate if they can Europeanize the mind, if they can make that seed turn against its own and destroy its own? And they can do that with the blackest nigga, with the nappiest here, and the biggest goddamn nostrils, you think they can't do that with a mulatto? But they ain't got nothing to lose. Not only that, you know what I'm saying, they will, they will turn, you know what I'm saying, their children against us. But as they try to convince this new mulatto race that they're not Nubians and that the Europeans will, will become a stronger European, 
And the reason why this European becomes stronger is because it got Nubian blood in them. You feel me? So now we're gonna so now we allow this shit to happen, we're gonna be going up against a, a a beast with a stronger mind. A beast, you know what I'm saying, stronger physically. You know what I mean? We're gonna be dealing with a stronger beast. Now you're gonna be dealing with a beast that got Nubian blood in them. And when you study um, what happened when they can't intercommence, read the destruction of black civilization. You know, um, the Asians and the Europeans, they used to come to, um, to, to intercommence. And, you know, they used to have children with the Nubian women over there. And they would change, they would turn their children against their own mother. They change their children against their own father. So, uh, when you really look into the history of all of that, you take everything into consideration. Chancellor Williams mentioned in his book, The Destruction of Black Civilization, that it was mulattoes that destroyed, you know what I'm saying, ancient commit. wasn't Europeans. Now, you know, debate with Chancellor Williams about that. That's what he said in his book. You know what I mean? He a scholar, so... Hey, you know what I mean? I I just ain't gonna take some shit, some nigga opinion over a scholar, a well-known scholar, well-educated scholar. So I'm just saying, that ain't what I said. That what he said. He said mulattoes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he started the black civilization. They was used as agents amongst their own, cause they could blend, cause they was able to blend in with both races. They could blend in with the Nubian race, but at the same time, you could still convince them that they were something other than the Nubian race. You know what I mean? And they use that same process on slavery. You know, using, you know what I'm saying, the mulatto, turning the mulattoes, you know what I'm saying, against, you know, the purebred. I mean, we all brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mulattoes are brothers. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with a mulatto. Because there's some mulattoes out here, you know what I'm saying, that's more. You know what I'm saying? For the people, there's some purebred African niggas. Some mulattoes out here, you know what I'm saying, that, that are more black within, you know what I'm saying, than some of you darkest niggas out there. So don't get it fucked up. I'm not saying mulatto ain't no wrong with being a mulatto. I'm just telling you that they love to use mulattoes, you know what I'm saying, as agents amongst us because it's easier. But that's, but that's not saying that they only use mulattoes because that's not true. They were using nigga blacker than Kuta Kente too. You know what I'm saying? Believe it. And as a matter of fact, that's what they usually use. They usually use mulattoes and the darkest niggas as agents. Always the mulatto or the darkest nigga. We sometimes we look at some of the most evil motherfuckers. Those are kind of one of the most. They're one of the darkest niggas. Why do you use the darkest nigga? Because they know that the darkest nigga is the most abused amongst his race. Even though, you know what I'm saying, he may look more like the ancestors than everybody, you know what I'm saying, amongst the people, but he's still the most despised. People say he black and ugly. They don't want to date him. If a sister's dark, brothers say she black and ugly. She don't want to date him. They get clowned on all the time for their dark skin. You know what I mean? We make fun of them. We abuse them because of their dark skin. And then they get become resentful. And then the pale men see that. He see that. 
you know what I'm saying, that dark motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, got hatred, you know what I'm saying, amongst his own kind because he's been abused. So then they come and pepper this nigga, pat him on the back, you know what I'm saying, throw him a white woman, you know what I mean, and adopt him into the family. And now he become a full force agent. Tell me, and some of the most vicious agents is on dark niggas. <laughs> because they coming back for retaliation. Oh, yeah, I remember y'all niggas called me a black donkey, and y'all niggas called me King Kong, and all that shit, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to have this tell me, eliminate you, nigga. <laughs> and it's real. You see it today. After I say it, pay attention. It's real. You know what I mean? But, you know, back on the topic, though, in regards, you know what I'm saying, of the of the poison centers, all the medications that is given to you at the hospital, at the pharmaceutical companies, is poison, blank, point blank. Pharmaceutical companies use sorcery, you know what I mean? Magic, evil magic over these medications, you know what I'm saying? And this is one of the reasons why, you know, people is, is mad demonic these days. They even do it over the, they even do do it over the food. They practice they they, they, they practice the evil chant over the food and over the medication. And uh, a lot of these food companies is owned by Satanists. You know, people who own shit, you know what I'm saying, like um, you know, Walmart and you know what I'm saying, uh, Bonds and Albertsons and shit. Fellowship at a satanic church. You know what I mean? So the supreme science is chemistry. Everything consists of chemicals. So when you come to science, you can down there and say everything is chemistry. So when they, 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 they use chemistry as an evil intent, you know what I'm saying? They use chemistry as an evil intent, you know what I'm saying, to, to put spells on the food. They put mixture of toxic chemicals that would destroy you. When they, put, when they manufacture these foods and they put the ingredients in this food, it's to destroy. It's not to help. That one, when you pick up a slice of bread that only should have three ingredients, you look into the store, this shit got 15 fucking ingredients on some damn bread. Like, what the fuck is all this shit? <laughs> I have to put all this on some damn bread? You know what I mean? You pick up a damn honey bun, you know what I mean? Or any goddamn thing, this shit got like 15, 20 dumb ingredients that you can't even name or pronounce. But yeah, it's still, you dumbass niggas eat that shit. You know what I mean? You look at a damn food and you see ingredients that your ass cannot pronounce. You don't know what the hell it is, but you eat it. Right? And you go to the fast food restaurant, you eat that shit, and you don't even read the ingredients, do you? And if you read the ingredients, I guarantee you, you'd be surprised what the hell you'd be putting in your system. So y'all niggas better start reading that ingredients. You know what I'm saying? I better start doing that. So, um, there's something I'm going to share with y'all. There's an article in regards to organ. It's called Body Snatcher, Organ Harvesting for Profit. Y'all in front of a computer, y'all can look this up right now and read this alone with me. You know what I mean? It's written by um, Dale Archer, which is a medical doctor, and it was published in November 13, 2013. All right? Body Snatcher, Organ Harvesting for Profit. You can Google that right now. Right? So, this says as I quote, Kidneys and other organs are selling to the highest bidder. 
on the black market. All right. Recently in China, a missing six-year-old boy was found alone in a field crying upon closer inspection. Both eyes have been removed, presumably from the corneas. In 2012, a young African girl was kidnapped and brought to the U.K. for the sole purpose of harvesting her organs. She was one of the lucky ones rescued before she went under the knife. Authorities felt this is just the tip of the iceberg. This isn't just an international occurrence. Kendrick Johnson, a Georgia teen, died in school January 2013. The local sheriff quickly determined the death was a freak accident, that he was suffocated after getting stuck in a roll-up mat in the school gym. Johnson's parents, however, could not, would not accept that. Six months after his death, they obtained a court order that has the body exhumed from an independent autopsy. The pathologist was stunned when he found the court suffered with newspaper. The brain, heart, lungs, and livers were missing. He also discovered Johnson's death was due to blunt force trauma to the right side of the neck. The FBI is now involved in the distributing case with potentially shattering reverberations. Nancy Skepter Huge has spent over 10 years studying the dark side of organ harvesting and trafficking, which is driven by greedy middlemen and desperate wealthy recipients. Black market organs are being transplanted in New York, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles at 150000 a pop. She reported there are a broker-friendly U.S. hospital. Okay? You heard that? I'm going to continue complete with surgeons who either do not know or don't care where the organs come from. Pay attention. Organ donation is only possible if the organs in question have blood and oxygen flowing through it until the time of harvesting. A living donor can give a whole kidney, a portion of their liver, lungs, intestine, and pancreasia, if I pronounce that right. Otherwise, the donor must be Declare brain death while circulation and oxygenation remain in that today. 120,771 people are waiting for an organ. And 18 will die every day while waiting. Just one donor has the ability to save eight lives. While there is a demand, there is a way. And for the wealthy money, is no object when it comes to a the fatally needed body part. Okay. So they said just one donor could save up to eight lives. Hmm. One body could save up to eight lives. Hmm. They could put a lung in this one, a kidney in that one, a brain in the other one, a heart in another one, etc. Hmm. Continuation. Organ donation is strictly regulated in the U.S., yet a black market is alive and well. Typically, a broker will team up with a funeral home director forging consent forms and a death certificate to harvest human tissue before the body is cremated or buried. Huh? And just, I just told you all that, and just know, this my, and I'm reading these articles to you. This is my first time reading it as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm just... Trying to back up my point, you know what I'm saying? 
Now, sometimes organs are harvested from a living victim for compensation. In the worst case, it involves kidnapping for the purpose of organ harvesting. Always at the end of the chain is a wealthy recipient willing to pay big bucks for no question asked. In some countries, a private villager may sell an organ for $700, and other organs harvesting is tied to human trafficking. Children sold into slavery or a life of sexual abuse are often used for their organs. There's a black market for heart, lungs, and livers, but the kidney is the most sought after. According to the World Health Organization, approximately 7,000 kidneys are illegally harvested annually by traffickers worldwide, and the price varies widely by country. The average buyer spends 150000 though prices in ex- excess of 200000 are common, while the average donor gets 5000 The big profit goes... They fucked up right here, but they meant to say... The big profit goes to the middleman and organ broker. In the U.S., 98,463 individuals are ready for a kidney. As of October 2005, excuse me, as in October 25, 2013, of those, about half will die before they receive one. The profit are huge and money is a temptation. Many brokers and doctors just cannot resist. In 2010, WHO estimated 11,000 organs were attained on the black market. WHO also claimed that an organ is sought every hour of every day. 365 slash 7. Now, before I go further to the article, I'm going to note something. They got this image that um, gives you the black market value of organs. Okay, the eyes is 5,000. The lungs is 50,000. The liver is 40,000. The kidneys is 20,000. And the heart is 50,000. The heart being the most expensive. These fools even want your eyes. This is this is crazy. This is nuts. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up. What is your kidney worth to you? A broker located in China openly advertised donate a kidney, buy a, a new iPad. In addition, the donor will be compensated four thousand dollars and it could be harvested quickly and easily as little as ten days. There's an enormous demand for organs. And whatever their gap between supply and demand, desperate buyers and desperate sellers would dictate a black market. Now, organized crime is involved, sometimes leaving a poor victim without their organs and quite possibly without being paid. Even here in the U.S., there have been accusations of allowing patients of life support to die. Let me rewind this. Even here in the United States, there have been accusations of allowing patients on life support to die. Let's go back. Even here in the United States, there have been accusations of allowing patients on life support to die in order to remove their organ while the heart is still beating. This is a multi-million dollar industry, and as the wealth gap continues to widen, it's only expected to get worse. Now, let's go. You know that Tupac didn't actually die until, you know what I'm saying, they pulled the plug on my G. You know what I'm saying? And they pulled the plug on my G, you know. He started to RIP. 
you know, the big homie started resting in peace. But check this out, though. I seen an autopsy photo of Tupac Shakur. And in that autopsy photo, from Tupac's heart, all the way through his lower abdominal area, was a big slice. And it looked as if they removed his organs. You know what I mean? I mean you can look it up yourself. You know, look up on Tupac autopsy photo. And I'm, and I'm looking like, I mean, me being conscious of, you know, this organ market, I knew it went down. But, you know, for other people who may not be conscious, you know, they probably think like, why in the hell is Tupac's whole goddamn um, upper body just sliced? They knew Tupac was a warrior. They knew that was a strong brother. They wanted, they wanted them thugs like organs. You know what I'm saying? So, that probably wasn't the reason why the life support was tough. But, yo, let's check this out, though. His mother probably made a deal with the devil, and they said, you know what? If you pull the plug on your son, you know, um, he can make it by the good little meal, you know, off of his organs. You know what I'm saying? They're just, you know, they're just speculating but it could be a possibility. You know what I mean? So that because they say that Tupac's mother, you know, um, had decided, you know, to let the plug go. But we never knew what was the reason. As a speculation, I would say that maybe she was convinced into selling his organs for a profit. Man, you know, that's just speculation. But it's an actual fact. And no speculation that after he died from his heart all the way to his lower abdominal area, he was sliced. And obviously, if that had happened, you know, his organs was removed. You feel what I'm saying? So as we read in the article, they said that they purposely let people on life support die so they could take their organs. So this is going to say in the poison center, they poison your ass. They want you to deceive on that bit because they want your organ to stop thinking that these people give a damn about you. Stop going to the poison center thinking that they're trying to save your life. They're not. You're going there like a goddamn fool and your ass is getting poisoned. Okay? Not only that they don't like a melanated person, but they want your damn organ. First of all, they don't like your ass off the rip. You know that. Please don't play. Please don't play stupid with me. Come on, we know we we know they don't like us. Come on, now. for reals. Then on top of that, you got this organ market. So when I'm coming, son. So if you in your right mind. You would be afraid to go to that goddamn hospital. And I be trying to tell my people, man, like, yo, I need to stay about them goddamn hospitals. But when they seem like they don't care what I have to say, and they continue to go to them hospitals anyway, and I no longer give a damn about what happened to them. Because at that point, they show me that they don't care about themselves. 
that they won't even investigate to see if their own life is at risk by the doctor. They'll just put it over their head. You know what I mean? Now, Muta Hodeshoyasha was a person who investigates just about everything you bring to his attention. You know what I mean? I'm just that type of person. You know what I mean? Like, let somebody tell me that these niggas are poisoning me with some goddamn medication. Let these motherfuckers tell me that these fools is plotting for my goddamn organs before I even doubt that they wrong? Shit. I'm about to do some homework to see if they is real, to see what the truth is. Before I even say something is factual, or before I even say something non-factual, you know what I mean? I'm going to do that homework. That's the real. I'm going to put that work in. You know what I mean? So, you know, I mean, just I just trying to tell everybody on here to look deeper into this. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully, you know, y'all know how to contact me. Hopefully you can bring something to my attention. You know what I mean? Keep me informed. You know, um, you know, probably, probably some stuff about this poison center that I need to know. You know what I mean? Sure, I want to know as much as I can about it. You feel me? But I'm just sharing y'all, sharing with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what I have stumbled upon doing research. You know what I mean? And reason is. But, yeah, uh, I'm going to let y'all hear this, this little clip about the organ market. It's called uh, 10 of the most expensive body parts in the black market. Peep this for a second. According to television crime dramas, buying organs of the black market is typically part of a package deal that includes their very expensive insertion. But what is their cost if you just need to pick up a random part? Here are the 10 most expensive body parts on the U.S. black market. Number 10, stomach. Why anybody would want one is their business and probably the FBI's. But procuring one through non-traditional means costs about $500. Number nine, scalp. As far as these sorts of things go, this one is a relative bargain. It's just shy of $610. Number eight, skull with teeth. Everybody loves a really convincing Halloween display, but authenticity comes at a price. In this case, it's $1,200. Number seven, gallbladder. If for any reason one desires a gallbladder and has a bit over $1,200 lying around, it's all yours. Number six, pair of eyeballs. They're immensely valuable from an actual physical use standpoint, but on their own, they're considered of only mid-range importance and have a $1,500 price tag to match. Number five, coronary artery. It's hard to imagine a use that doesn't involve pumping blood, but if somebody can think of one, the major artery can be had for 1520 bucks or so. Number four, small intestine. Another one that's not too ridiculously spendy, the average going rate is the arena of $2,500. Number three, heart. This is where prices get serious, as the real scenario needs are high. Not only does one cost nearly $120,000, the buyer will have to make peace with the fact that it was likely illegally come by. Number two, liver. Same deal as the previous one, only the price is higher. Black market rate for livers runs in the $160,000 range. Number one, kidney. According to the World Health Organization, 75% of the illegal organ trade's income comes from the sale of kidneys. Prices in the U.S. hover around $250,000. And there you have it. You know what I mean? Y'all can look that up on YouTube. Ten of your most expensive organs. You know what I mean? They're following. I'm saying. I'm showing y'all the links. 
Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break for approximately 13 minutes, all right? Y'all just sit back and relax. Get ready for the next fragrance. It's going in. I don't like them style 
Lord, what is Lord, family? A mortal who just showed Yahshua. Poison senses on it. All right. So, <clears throat> I was, um, you know, doing some investigation years back. Can't tell you how long back. Probably about a decade ago, maybe over half a decade. Sometimes I'll talk about some of the stuff I know till, you know, years after. But um, I was reading a lot of reports about people who get surgery. You know what I'm saying? And they told me that I needed surgery. So, you know, I had to do my little investigation. And, you know, they told me I needed surgery, but shit, I... I was years back, I still ain't got surgeries, and I'm good money, you know what I mean? So I don't know what the hell they was talking about. Call me some bull crap like they tell a lot of these fools, you know what I mean? But, um, so, I figured out that there was many cases where, um, people get surgery performed at them in the hospital, and then, after it was done, they will find themselves in a situation where, um, you know, they would um, feel terrible afterwards. And um, they ended up with cancer afterwards. And there were also cases where they had walked through metal detectors, you know, and um, the shit kept on going off. And they took up all the metal artifacts, and they was wondering, why is this shit going off? And then the cars were asking, well, do you got a plated knee or something? Or, you know, um, you got steel under your skull? Like, <laughs> what's the problem? And they're like, not to my acknowledgement. I mean, I don't have no metal plate. Oh, okay, well, uh, well, have you ever did, um, got surgery done before? Oh, yeah, um, a couple of years ago. Hmm. You know what, come in the back. Let us um, give you a, a next ray. Sure enough, after this x-ray was done, they came to discover that um, these individuals had medical instruments inside of them. That was left inside of them after surgery, after they seen the doctor. You know, and um, there was plenty of reports of this happening. And one doctor actually got arrested because they found many cases uh instruments being left in her patients that she has done surgery on. And I think the majority of them, you know what I'm saying, were Nubian people. So I think she was charged with hate crime as well. But I seen a picture of this woman on the newspaper. And this woman looked evil. I mean she looked like one of racist ass. You know what I'm saying? White woman. You know what I'm saying? Wearing a racist ass pale woman 
and she looked it. Amen. But they said that they found over 109, approximately 109 cases of her leaving medical instruments inside of patients after surgery. So you think somebody's going to make that many goddamn mistakes? Come on. Can we be real? Can we be real? You know, um, obviously, apparently, you know, she did that stuff on purpose. What was her attention? Well, um, I think when that happens, you know, person susceptible to getting radiation cancer or some type of cancer and they got metal objects within them, stuff in that nature. So, you know, it just goes on to tell you that you go into the poison centers, you don't know who to trust. You don't know if you can trust these doctors. You know, after me doing that damn studying, man, I'm, man, I told you, since that time, I was afraid, you know what I'm saying, to, um, you know, going to the poison centers. Ever since that time, I literally do not trust them folks. I look at my skin tone, I look at my features, and I'm like, yo, <clears throat> I know these people are not in my best interest. And I'm a young Nubian male, America most hated Shoes. Yeah, right. Think I'm going up in there? I got to be a damn fool to trust them. You know what I mean? So every, I'm literally afraid of my life. They're going to a poison center. And I think any of our people who are going to a damn poison center is completely insane. You know, that just, you know, that's just how I view it. You feel what I'm saying? But... How do we cure ourselves? Well, what did the doctor do in order to learn his medical knowledge? What did the nurse do in order to learn their medical knowledge? What did the shamans do to learn their medical knowledge? What did the herb men do to learn their medical knowledge? What did the medicine men do to learn his or her medical knowledge? What they have done was studied. And a lot of us don't like to accept the fact that life is full of homework. If you want to know anything, you want to master anything, you know what I mean? Overstand, understand anything, you have to do your homework. If you're not homework oriented, you know what I'm saying? You're not in the mood to study it, then you're going to fall into a victim of a lot of ignorance. You feel what I'm saying? What do I say in the scriptures? My people are dying from a lack of ignorance. You understand? So, you know, it's like it really don't make no sense, you know, of people complaining about certain things when they had the opportunity to study the solution, you know, to put an end to it. 
You know what I mean? Or to inform others or inspire others or heighten the consciousness of others. You understand? Which is what's taking place now. So, you know, that's just what life is, you know. I just have to accept that fact. You know, if I want to be immune to the law, if I want to be sovereign, I got to study law diligently. If I want to understand everything around me, I got to study mathematics and science diligently. If I want to study, save my own life, medical wise, I had to study medicine and medical diligently. Now, what I just learned, you know what I mean? You know, that that's just life. You know, who said this place was heaven? Who said that, you know what I'm saying? You could just sit down on this motherfucker on the couch all day, you know what I'm saying, and live happily ever after. You know what I mean? With no goddamn problems. It it, it just don't happen that way. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to study medical, then fine. Then become a victim of the damn, at a poison center. Or refuse to go to one without having the knowledge to take care of yourself and go out that way. But either way, you're going to go out. You don't want to study law, okay, then be a victim of police brutality. Be a victim of injustice. You know what I'm saying? Get screwed over by the law. You don't want to study finances, okay, well, stay in poverty then. Be a victim of poverty. You know what I'm saying? Or be a person who, who has to work for capital every goddamn day just to sustain necessities till you broke down and shit, till you can't work no more. And these days, they ain't giving out no damn retirement checks. And even though I'm talking my grandparents, times they get off retirement checks, but it wasn't that much, you know what I mean? Both my grandparents retired, you feel me? It wasn't much, you feel me? But, um, and I was doing their time. Both of them were still alive, my paternal grandparents. But, um... <clears throat> You know, that's just what it is. You know, as I mentioned in my article, in the sacrifice, you go to King G E C I N G G E E I N C dot com, purchase a membership. You can read that article as well as many others, and listen to many of my episodes that you will not find on YouTube, and that you will not find on the authentic media channel. Okay, you ain't even heard of the best of a Monte Hoodie Show, Yashua, yet. And a whole bunch of other goodies. Just check out the service. But as I mentioned, in the sacrifice is you don't struggle, you will have to suffer. Either you struggle or you suffer. Either or. If you don't want to struggle to keep that paper flowing and suffer poverty. If you don't want to struggle to be free, then suffer enslavement. If you don't want to struggle to stay healthy, then suffer diseases. You understand? But either or, you're going to go through your hardships, whether you want to struggle or whether you just want to sit and suffer. But I tell you one thing, suffer is a lot worse than struggling. You know what I mean? So if y'all niggas can suffer... And many of our people's out there suffering. You dealing with the hell to struggle. I can't see why you're afraid of struggling. 
If you already suffering, what you got to lose? You understand? So that's the thing. You know, like, we got to start getting back into our herbs. As a people, we got to start studying our herb game. We got to start studying our crystal game. And I got a whole series. I got a four-part series on the metaphysics of crystal. You know what I'm saying? Bella Boy, King G, Inc. You know what I mean? But you got to become a member. But I got a whole series talking about the metaphysics of the crystals. You understand? So, or you can um, purchase... Um, my, my book that's coming soon, Metaphysics of the Esoteric, you know, I get into the, you know what I'm saying, the uh, Metaphysics of the Crystals and that one too coming soon. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, we've got to get on our herb game. we got to get on our crystal game. You know what I'm saying? we really got to understand. we got to get on our health game. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what I'm saying, what to eat, what not to eat. You know, we got to understand, you know what I'm saying, some products that's on them damn shelves. You know, we gotta we gotta know every damn ingredients that's being put in these foods, you know what I'm saying? I mean, just all homework. You know what I mean? And if we don't do this homework then we're gonna become victims. We're gonna become victims of heart attacks, high blood pressure, you know what I'm saying, strokes, you know, whatever the case may be. You understand? And we know that the poison centers is not gonna help us. It's not going to help us. That's not their job. They are a business. They about making money. The FDA is about making money. They're not letting no nigga come sell no goddamn herbs, you know what I mean, without them butting in. You're messing with their cheese. You know what I mean? You're messing with their cheese. They they in the business to sell your ass drugs. They're going to keep you going to the poison center. So they can keep that money coming in. Bottom line. And the poison center don't have no problem with it because every time you go to them, you know what I'm saying, they get paid. Bottom line. That's what it is. It's a business. Can you hate them? They're trying to get their paper. Feel me? But the funny thing about the pill, man, That nigga know how to get your paper, man. By why convincing you that he that he in your best interest. Until you really do your homework, find out how low down and dirty this motherfucker been. You know, he's just more sophisticated with his dirt. He more sophisticated with criminal activities. You know, some of these guys who are selling herbs, you know what I'm saying, neither selling vitamin E pills. You know what I mean? Or injections. Shit simple as that. The fucking FDA will literally kick through their fucking doors, raid their drugstore like a damn SWAT team. Literally. With FDA on the back, with fucking choppers, with guns, vests, with the FDA fucking jacket. Yes. Yes. Straight law enforcement. Them niggas be on them fields, man, checking people, crops and shit, with a Glock on their side. <laughs> you feel me? Y'all niggas better know who y'all dealing with. Y'all, y'all niggas better start, you know what I'm saying, studying now. And then study their protocol. You can have a certain percentage of rat poison in your food. You know what I mean? You could, or put it this way. 
most of the foods, you know what I'm saying, in the grocery store got rat poison, and it, FDA know it. You got a certain amount of rat poison in your food, it's okay. Like, as an example, you got like 0.4 or 0. you know what I'm saying, 6 or something, you know, rat poison in your food. You know what I mean? They will literally let you still put your food on the market. You understand? And any percentage of rat poison is toxic. No, it's not good. But as long as it don't kill you instantly, it's okay. So you is allowed to have poison in your food. You is allowed, you know what I'm saying, to sell poisonous drugs at the pharmacies. As long as it don't kill you instantly. See, anything that kills you is poison. Just every poison will kill you instantly. You got poison that's going to kill you slow. So the drugs that they give you is poison that kills you slow. You feel me? Not instant poison. So, you know, you, go ahead. Do your research on the, do your homework on the food industry. You know, you got to be one nasty motherfucker. You still going to eat a lot of that shit. I tell you that much. But you really don't want to, a lot of you niggas probably really don't want to know what actually goes down at your favorite grocery store. You know, when that shit closed, you know how many motherfucking rats running around that shit, though? You know how many damn roaches they got in the back of them damn warehouse? Come on, man, they got food back there. You know food, man, going to track roaches and rats. Come on now, let's get real. Let's get real, come on. You're drinking grocery home. You know what I'm saying? Don't rats and roaches don't ran all over that shit. And you just thought it was just fresh the whole time going the whole ride. From the factory, from the manufacturing factory, you know what I mean? To the to the warehouse at your grocery store, that shit is being rapidly ran over by rats and roaches. Off the rip. Go visit the meat plant. They said that shit is rat infested. Just about every damn meat you ate had a motherfucking rodent ran over it. But it's okay. It's just a little bit of poison. It's not going to kill you instantly, all right? So don't panic, people. But this shit's still going to, you know, take you out, though. You know, slow, you know what I mean? Slowly but surely. So, I mean, it's just real, you know? 2006, when I first started, you know what I'm saying, studying to be, uh, started practicing um, becoming a vegetarian. I started practicing, or I started becoming a vegetarian in 2006. Okay, well, what convinced me? It wasn't, you know what I'm saying, it, it wasn't really the conscious community, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't really, you know what I mean, um, any health teacher or, or health freak or, you know, health book or nothing like that, nothing to do with health. It was just, I read this magazine about the meat plant, about what actually take place during the, when they process this meat. 
And I looked at the factories, and I, and I, and I seen what they was doing. And it's like, I studied this shit, like, for over 10 years. What is it, 2015? I was in 2006, about nine years ago. I think it's been the better team about nine years now. Yeah, so um, I was um, studying that shit, yo. And I seen, man, like the shit that they was doing to these cows, to these chickens, you know, and the chemical that they put in these chickens. Oh, I just get sick thinking about this shit right now. Oh, my gosh. Like, hours later, a fucking baby chicken would be full blown. This is nine years ago. This shit worse now. A, a, a baby chicken would be fucking so big. In less than 24 hours, that motherfucker look like it's going to pop like a balloon and it can't even stand up. It can't even pick up its wings. Oh, my God, that shit looked it gross. And then I seen all the stuff that they did to the cows and, oh, I feel like throwing up. I can't even talk about this shit no more. But anyways, man, what what what, what made me become a vegetarian, man, is, that nasty shit that I seen when they processed the meat. That nasty ass crap. Oh my gosh. Please do your homework on that. And if you still want to eat some damn flesh, and oh, I, got, I don't know, you probably a nasty motherfucker. I, mean, I don't know. It's up to you. I ain't here to judge you, man, but you know, after you read what happened and you still want to eat some flesh, hmm, oh, hey, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm not condemning you. No, just go ahead. But, you know, when I seen that shit, nigga, you know, I became a vegetarian fucking cold turkey. Just like that. I seen that shit one time. Boom! I'm a vegetarian. I didn't even think. What say you couldn't be a vegetarian cold turkey? I read that goddamn magazine. And I became a goddamn vegetarian in this. Overnight. Recently, I did some studies, you know, because I like to stay updated, you know. I can't say that the industry is going to remain the same as it did, you know, um, 10 years ago, you know what I mean? But I know, you know, shit changed after the time, so like everything. That gets frozen in the mainstream is 10 years outdated, and you got to understand that you're living in a nation where majority of people get the information from the news on TV, and that's all outdated information. And they just wait for the next news coverage to come out with some more information regarding the, the topic, and that's going to be 10 years later. So if you're not doing your own homework, you're going to be 10 years behind on every goddamn thing that's going on. So, so by me knowing that, you know, I constantly update the information that I study. So, you know, recently I studied, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to go off topic anyway. You know. Yeah, let's, let's just skip over that topic that it shows poison center. I'm not even going to go into that, but, you know. <clears throat> so the thing is, man, when you go into that poison center, you is poison. The minute you lay down, they put that IV in you. Okay? You was poisoned. You know what I'm saying? The time where they take out your blood. Little that you know. As they're taking the blood, they're injecting you. 
the fluid as well. You understand? That you're not conscious of. <clears throat> By the time you eat that hospital food, which is corporate food, and all corporate food is poison, filled with drugs. By the time you come to the, by the time they give you your, some shots for your pain, your morphine, whatever the hell it is, you know, by the time you leave and you go to the pharmacies and they give you, you know what I'm saying, your prescription. You understand? And then they prescribe you some poison and they tell you to pay for that poison. And like a fool, you pay for that poison. And what's even funnier than that, because I was watching this um, this documentary about the healthcare industry, and they were saying that, and there were doctors, doctors. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you guys a clip, too, in about, you know, another 20 minutes, hearing from a doctor that was on in, in, the, in this drug business. But um, it was a doctor. Doctors talking about, you know, um, how patients, you know, <clears throat> get prescribed certain medication and they don't even know what the hell, you know what I'm saying, is for or what it do. And they just take them. And the doctors were talking about how hazardous some of these medications that they take. But these people take them, they don't even think twice. You know what I mean? And then they said the whole chemotherapy thing, when you got cancer, they say the whole chemotherapy procedure, every time they apply that to you, every year, your IQ level drops. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think 4% or 04 And they say by 5 after five years of chemotherapy, you'll literally, you know what I'm saying, be like, you'll literally just lose nearly all of your IQ, meaning that you're like on the verge of retardation. So they talked about the chemotherapy process, you know what I'm saying, it's just a whole destructive process because they put you through, you know, all these x-rays with exposure to radiation, you know what I mean, which affect certain glands and organs in your body, you know what I mean? So it's just like a lose-lose situation, you understand? And, you know, people going through all this chemotherapy, man, where just literally herbs, man, you know what I'm saying, that could get rid of your cancer, if there's a... understand? People going through all this chemotherapy, Procedures, so all you got to do is talk to Dr. Phoebe. You'll get rid of your cancer within the year. You'll go through all these chemotherapy procedures, and all they can do is eat the right food, eat the right herbs that prevent cancer. And sometimes, you know, it's not too too much of you eating the wrong food that gives you all these diseases. It's more of you're not eating enough of the of the right food. You understand? It's more of you lacking a certain nutrient. It's more to do with you lacking a certain mineral. You understand? 
man, it's the cause of mighty diseases. Like the cause of sickness is when you lack iron. You know what I mean? Basically, if you, your body have enough iron, you won't get sick. Understand? Just that simple. <clears throat> you know, you don't start getting sick until you have less iron. That's why when you look at, you know, what I'm saying Europeans, they get sick of sick a lot easier because they don't have iron. You know what I mean? Iron is embedded in the melanin. You know what I mean? So if you brown, brown skinned, you know, you, you rich with iron. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> the darker you are, the richer, you know what I'm saying, you are with iron. You know what I mean? Cause iron have, because the melanin consists of a lot of iron. I mean, that's why we see us, you know, very nice, you know what I'm saying, we don't get this sick as other people. Because, you know, I've been to diverse, you know, educational institutes, you know what I mean, diverse colleges. And, you know, I notice every season, you know, during the, every time the season changes, usually most of the Europeans who sick, you know, just just what I see. Sometimes she's like, those are the only people who be sick. Sometimes I be seeing whole school semester, I'll be seeing one sick brother or one sick sister, not even one. But I be seeing mad Caucasians that's sick and mad Asians, you know what I'm saying, that's sick. But, you know, Nubians and Latinos, you know, we, we, we don't really be sick. <clears throat> what get a lot of our people sick is these diseases that are being engineered by these evil scientists that created to purposely get us sick. You know what I mean? But other than that, you know, uh, you know we just, we're, we're just not a sick people. You know what I'm saying? We're healthy people by nature. You know what I mean? We built on longevity. So what I'm going to do share with you guys on an article, you know, another article. And this article is explaining about, you know, some of the instruments <clears throat> that is being left in the patients, you know, after um, surgery, stuff of that nature. Because one thing, you know what I'm saying, to hear me say it, and that's another thing, you know what I'm saying, to um, have something, some tangible evidence to back it up. You know what I mean, because I just, I just, I, I do it. You feel me? So, <clears throat> the article is entitled, What You Should Know About Surgical Instruments Being Left in Your Body. And this is by Richard P. Hastings. And he's a Connecticut surgical malpractice attorney. Okay? So you can look this up. You go ahead and Google what you should know about surgical instruments being left in your body. I mentioned it one more time. What you should know about surgical instruments being left in your body. And for those who've been with me for a while, y'all already know the grab papers appearing when I moved to Hoodie Show Yashua's feature. And if you see an article popped up by Richard P. Haston, then you got the right article, okay? Um, so if you got that, you can follow along with me, but um, I'm you, you guys can check it out later, or you know, you can just take this for faith, however, you want to do this. Okay, the article stated, and I quote In an article published in 2008, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, quote unquote AHRQ, okay, we hear AHRQ, they're going to stand for Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality. Continuation Reported sponges, needles, and surgical instruments are left in patient bodies. An estimate one in every 7,000 surgery, which could be 
the basis for a surgical malpractice or medical malpractice case. Instruments are counted by nurses before an operation commenced, and after the operation had been performed prior to closure of the incision. However, the AHRQ notes staff fatigue, changing teams, and interpretation can prevent an accurate count. The AHRQ calculated there is a 1.6% chance of an instrument being left in a patient. This estimation was based on a low number of reported cases where an instrument was left in the patient versus. Okay. Give me for a second. Put it down. Peter might do some weird crap. Back on the road. Instruments are counted by a nurse before an operation commenced. And after the operation had been performed prior to closure of the incision. However, the AHRQ knows staff fatigue. Changing teams and interpretation can prevent an accurate count. The AHRQ calculated there is a 1.6% chance of an instrument being left in a patient that is estimate Estimation was based on a low number of report cases where instrument left in the patient versus the odd increasing 113-fold that a foreign object was retained in the patient when the final account was contradictory. The AHRQ goes on to say that physician must take a chance whether it is beneficial to delay closure of the operation site Increasing the patient risk of infection or conduct further tests or searches for the missing object based on a 1.6% chance it is in the patient body. It notes that doing additional searches increases the cost of surgery. Surgery involves the use of multiple instruments and supply. A partial list of items which might be left in the patient bodies are sponges, needles, clamps, foresights, retractors, distractors, distillators, scopes and probes, scapels. A study that followed 54 patients with retained surgical instruments in their body indicate that 37 of these patients required a further operation to remove sponges or surgical instruments. One patient died. Surgical instruments left inside the body have the potential to cause internal bleeding by puncture of organs or blood vessels. Sponges and gas are featured inside the body leading to serious infections. The statute of limitation, the time which a lawsuit may be commenced, begins to run on the day the surgical error was made. However, if the patient is unaware the surgical error occurred during their surgery, the statute of limitation may start or be told, and slash or extended from the date they discover they have an instrument left in their body. In this case, the patient has to seek medical attention as soon as they have pain. If they delay seeing the doctor about the pain, the statute of limitation may be limited or might commence on the day they first had pain regardless, suggesting the date when it should have been discovered rather than from the date that they sought medical treatment. Sometimes, it is many months or even years before pain or ill health makes it evident 
a surgical era happened. Risk factors for retention of surgical instruments in the patient body increases with emergency surgery and unanticipated change during the operation of a high body mass index. Patients who experience surgical instruments left in their body will undergo pain, possibly further surgery, serious health consequences, and occur expenses in which might be a long process to remove the object and recover their health. These patients should seek immediate legal advice from an experienced medical malpractice attorney to delay may prevent them from suing the compensation for pain and suffering because of the expiration of the statute of limitation. So these fools systematically try to make it become a failure for you to sue them once you find out that you have a medical instrument in your body. I gave you the name of the article. You know what I'm saying? You can look it up for yourself. You know, if you think I'm over here playing games and bull gagging and all that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got the evidence. So, you know, that that's what it is, family. So, if these people are making mistakes or if they're doing this intentionally, to me, it really don't matter if they're making a mistake or doing it intentionally because if these niggas are making a mistake, and if they're doing it intentionally, I'm not trying to deal with them. If you make a mistake like this, I'm not trying to see you, homie. Word to the Mutep Gad. My dude Mutep Gad. Feel me? I'm not trying to deal with you. I ain't trying to take the chance of my life. You feel so? It, it, it all ties back down to your divinity. Feel me? You have to believe in yourself. You have to put your hands into the creators, in the hands of the creators. You know what I mean? You got to stop expecting this pale beast to be your God. You understand? I mean, I don't even know why people look at these people like they perfect. When you study their whole damn civilization, you know what I mean? When you study all of their institutes, when you study their system, and everything that they're doing, these people are making more mistakes. They're making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. But don't nobody say nothing when they're making a mistake. mistake. Feel me? When the parents make making mistake, oh, everybody made mistakes. When the brother make a mistake, oh, he don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? You're not realizing that the goddamn parents are making more mistakes than us. They can make mistakes all goddamn day, all the time. You know what I mean? He took you niggas one, one, you know what I'm saying, decade, he said there's nine planets. Another decade, the niggas said there's ten. Following decade, niggas say it's eleven. Following decade, niggas say it's ten again. The other eleven was too small to become a planet. And whatever he tells you, you say it's a fact. So the nigga never had the fact to begin with because the fact, a fact cannot change every ten goddamn years. A fact is a fact. And then when you go back and you read the writings of what our ancestors wrote 10,000 years ago, even further, 12,000 years ago, 15,000 years ago, what they said that while ago still is unshakable today, still can't be disproven today. 
and they discover, and they made discoveries today that confirm what our people have said thousands of years ago. So if we just put our life into our own hands, you know what I mean? Study our ancestors, look up to our own for wisdom and knowledge, look up to our own for help, look up to our own for guidance, we will be thousands of years ahead of humanity. Because everybody who follows in this pilgrimage, you know what I'm saying, is behind. But he makes it seem like if you're not following me, you're behind. But you got it all twisted. You got it all inside out. I'm telling you, you study what your ancestors have revealed, have brought forth, and you will be thousands of years ahead of these fools. Even our country's community, our teachers right now who've been in the game, you know what I'm saying, made predictions, you know. Elijah Muhammad made predictions. Marcus Garvey made predictions. Dr. Malachi Z. York made predictions. Dr. Phil, Phil Valentine made predictions. Bobby Hammond made predictions. They've been saying shit before the pill people have been saying it. And as a matter of fact, I don't even think the pill people discovered most of the shit that they claim they discovered. I think they just go ahead and get it from one of our master teachers and claim that they discovered it. And I think I believe that these motherfuckers even study the words of our master teachers more than we do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, one, of the, one of the most diligent students that I have, you know, somebody, you know, who studied my work the, the most diligently, was a European woman. It just goes on to confirm, you know what I'm saying, that these motherfuckers study our master teacher and our shit more than some of us do. I met a Kakasu boy who read a hundred scrolls of Dr. York's. Now, why do you think I study so goddamn hard? Because after I heard that shit, I told myself, there's no way in the world I can let these motherfuckers know the works of my master teachers more than me. What kind of African am I to allow Europeans to know, to study the works of my people more than I do? You understand? The mathematics is ours. The science is ours. They shouldn't be more advanced in that shit than we. Feel me? That's yours. And if it's yours, why are you not learning it? Why are you not mastering it? The herbs and the crystal games is yours. You understand me? Why are you not mastering it? You understand me? So I know they be studying my stuff, and I check the analytics, you know what I'm saying, of my YouTube. I check the analytics of my website. And people are studying my works all around the world. All around the Euro- European continent. 
Outside of America, I probably got more hits in America. After that, Canada. Then Africa. You understand? So when it's Europe, I'm pretty sure some of them are brothers in Europe who study in this shit. But who knows? The rest of them could, could be Europeans. I don't know. So just know that we don't start studying our culture. Next thing you know, when you hear about Dr. York, or when you hear about any of our grand master teachers, such as Dr. Time, they may have a fucking image of some goddamn cockasoid motherfucker with blonde ears and blue eyes. But we don't carry on our legacy. You understand? Marcus Garvey may have some blue eyes, blonde hair. Dr. Gabriel Yeru may have some blue eyes, blonde hair. Now, why I go so hard on bringing the elders here, letting people know who the elders is. Because many of the mathematicians and scientists of the ancient times have been given blue eyes and blonde hair when they were blacker than the motherfucker. You understand me? So we really need to stop playing and carry on this goddamn legacy. You understand me? Real talk. But um, I'm going to share this clip with you guys. And it's called Pharma Business of Health Healing. All right, it's called Pharma Not in Business of Health Healing Care Wellness. You can find that on YouTube as well. All right, so just go ahead and sit back and relax and check this out.
about trying to take drugs in order to remain healthy because you're never going to have anyone come to you and tell you that the drugs are always tried against a placebo in clinical trials. What a placebo is is a sugar pill. And in fact, many drugs are not found to be much more efficacious than the sugar pill. And in a, point, a case in point, actually, is the recent um, clinical trials that were released in the meta-analysis that came out of the UK on antidepressants on the newer SSRI, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor antidepressants. And what was found with the information that activists and other researchers have known for decades was that antidepressants are no more effective than placebo, no more effective than sugar pills. But yet there are over 44 million people that have been taking these antidepressants and a large number of them people that have mild to moderate depressive uh, episodes. In fact, they, they proved that the antidepressants were not effective in anyone with the exception of some of the most severely depressed patients. And I can tell you from personal experience that there are a number of things that um, depressed patients can do to improve their mental status aside from drugs that are quite effective and, in fact, more effective than placebo. Uh, another recent study that was released um, showed that exercise was, in fact, more effective than either placebo or the antidepressant drug that they were compared to. But just like Bill Maher said in his uh, show, you know, we're never going to hear any ads on television that are sponsored by anybody saying, you know, the New England Journal just announced that exercise is twice as effective as antidepressants in curing depression. Uh, ask your doctor if getting your butt off the couch is right for you. You know, you're never going to get that kind of good information, fair balanced information, as long as pharma is funding the major TV stations, the advertising uh, that supports those television stations, the major journals and all of the advertising that supports the major journals, you just have to be commonsensical people and understand that the pharmaceutical industry makes five to six times the amount of money as any of the other Fortune 500 companies in the United States of America. They are not going to easily or readily give up that income and we are, in fact, considered a human commodity. Our loved ones, our children, our elderly are considered cash cows that are preyed upon by pharmaceutical reps such as myself who are encouraged to go in and build market shares without thinking about the consequences to patients, without knowing the misinformation that they are distributing, without being aware that the clinical data has been contrived or that the patient populations have been cherry-picked or that the side effects have been minimized and reported in such a manner that it doesn't present the information correctly. I spent 15 years in this industry. I was one of the best of the best, but I'm here to tell you that the industry has run amok, that we are at a severe crossroads in this nation and that we have got to take our power back and we have got to start making the pharmaceutical industry accountable for their actions and for the defective products that they're putting on the market. It won't be long before every American is affected by this disaster. And we need to be aware of what the differences are between diseases, between disorders, and between syndromes. Because if it doesn't have to be scientifically proven, if there are no tests, if there are no blood tests, CAT scans, urine tests, MRIs, if there is nothing to document that you have a disease, then you, in fact, do not have a disease, you have a disorder. 
and it has been given and has been diagnosed pretentiously, and you need to get yourself educated and understand that there are options, and those options are much more effective than drugs. You need to look into the nutritional aspects of your diet and your lifestyle aspects. Are you exercising? Are you taking care of yourself in the ways that you need to be proactive about your health? Because once you start down the road of taking one prescription drug on top of the other, you will be a lifelong customer for the pharmaceutical industry, and your choices will be truncated. So I would like to ask you to please self-educate, be proactive, and share the information with others. The next victim could be someone that you love. Thank you. And there you have it. Someone who is in the medical industry. Look up YouTube, Pharma Not in Business of Health, Healing Care Wellness. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a small break. It ain't gonna be too long. All right, we'll be back. Thank you. 
in regards of that following clip. You can tell that um, many of these former doctors, nurses, you know, have a um, problem with the pharmaceutical companies. Because they themselves, you know, don't like what these people are doing. So a lot of them you know, is advocating against these evil practices that is undergoing. You know what I'm saying? And um, same people go amongst the government, you know, and um, they go, you know, they make their claims. But as we can see that these people is European, is these people are European, and even them themselves, you know, being former doctors, are currently being doctors. Um, voice don't have much of an effect, you know, in, in legally in the legal system. Then one will probably ask, okay, well, what's the reason for this? Why these people cannot change? You know, this evilness being practiced by the pharmaceutical company. In order to understand that, you got to understand corporate America, USA, Inc., you know what I'm saying? Basically, it's like this. As I mentioned, the government don't have the power. The ones who have the power is the corporations. But you got to understand that the government is a corporation as well. So to better say this, is to say there are corporations in America that is that is more powerful than the United States Incorporated. But just because the United States is a corporation. All right? And the Central Intelligence Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Federal Drug Administration, these corporations are more powerful, you know, than um, U.S. corporations. That's why they do stuff and they don't get punished. Because we found, I mean, everybody knows, every American knows, even the government, so-called government knows that, you know, the Central Intelligence Agency was um, trafficking drugs across state lines. I mean, you know, from, from, from different from different nations, bringing drugs from, you know, Colombia, Mexico, allowing it to come in here. They know that um, 
we don't know. I can't say about all, but a lot of us know that, you know, the FBI, you know, assassinated many people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like there's actually FBI agents who, like, killed, like, over 24 people. You know what I'm saying? Like, illegally, like, they weren't supposed to do it. Like, somebody, somebody fucking FBI agents, man, were, like, straight murderers. You know what I mean? And, you know, the the court system know about it, you know. They all know, you know, that they know. The government know. And they they go unpunished. You understand? And we all go into the government thinking that the government, you know what I'm saying, uh, has the power of this nation. And when you go back to the Constitution, the Constitution never said that the government had power. The Constitution always said the power was the people. And the people could form corporations as well. You know what I mean? And there were people who formed corporations more powerful than the government corporations, like the National Security Agency. You know, they basically spy on everybody, tap everybody's phone, check everybody's emails. You know what I mean? And pay, go to court and pay $200, you know, and walk away scot-free. You know what I'm saying? When somebody sells, and then you got niggas who sell a little crack where I can do 20 years. You know what I mean? That's just a local crime. But you got motherfuckers doing federal crimes. Don't even see no time. You understand? Let's use the corporation. Bob Baker, also a part of that corporation. You know what I'm saying? Most of the um, packages that the inmates have come from Bob Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bob Baker show. You know what I'm saying? So... That's what you got to keep in mind, is that corporations, you know, really calling a lot of these shots. So when we go back into the poison center, we know that the FDA is, you know, okay. Let me use an example, real-life example. There was a case of um, this medication that was giving children HIV. I know this shit sounds crazy, but it's real. It's real, okay? And um, when the so-called government found out that uh, the medication was causing, you know what I'm saying, uh, HIV, the children, the people who manufactured this medication didn't do no jail time at all. They just banned the medication to be distributed amongst America, North America. So what the manufacturers have done was they went to a different country. They went to Europe. You know, and um, they started... Um, selling 
these medications over there, to the doctors over there, the pharmacies over there. And when they got busted in Europe, those doctors did time. You understand? Like, they got locked up. They went to prison. So ask yourself this. Why did the doctors in Europe went to prison, but the ones in America didn't? Or should I say manufacturers? Yeah, manufacturers. Okay. Well, it makes sense because Europe actually have countries, not corporations. You understand? And this is a corporation. So that corporation that manufactured the drugs could have been a corporation that was more wealthy and powerful, the United States Corporation, which explains why they didn't do no jail time. See where I'm coming from? So that's why a lot of this corrupt, you know what I'm saying, shit goes on in this nation. You know what I mean? Because the government submits itself to a lot of these corporations because they have more money. And they actually fund the government with a lot of shit, such as the food stamp program. You know, that's not really government money. You know what I'm saying? That money from you know, multitudes of different corporations assisting the government, you know what I'm saying, with the federal food stamps that assist the citizens, you know, so-called citizens of America, right? So that's why the government let a lot of these these corporations get through. And that's what it is meant by the rich really run this country. You know, not the rich people with a million dollars, billion dollars living in a mansion. No. The rich shareholders of these powerful corporations is the ones that run the country. One of the most powerful ones is the Federal Reserve. The banker, the corporate bankers. You know what I'm saying? Some of the most powerful, you know, corporations on earth. Know what I mean, actually, the real shot collars. You know, what they they actually create the laws and say what they want to happen. But actually, not all of them. They don't really have much to do with the laws. They have more to do with the money because they don't really care about the laws or who passed the laws. They just deal with the money. You know what I'm saying? The money is like the fuel of of, of economics. Before money is a few of uh, economy, capitalized economy. So now with that being said, it should make sense why, you know, the FDA is able, you know, to sell us hazardous medications because they're actually more powerful then our so-called government. You understand where I'm coming from? So, that's what we got to keep in mind. United States of America, the country, is not even 10 miles miles past Washington, D.C. White House. 
know what I'm saying? So, if you're within 10 miles of the White House, then you're in the United States of America. Once you go outside of that, you know what I mean, then you're outside of the actual countries. So the United States is really one of the smallest countries. And all of these states, you know, are corporations within itself. You know, corporation of California, you know, corporation of Texas, you know, corporation, you know what I mean, uh, Wyoming, et cetera. You understand what I'm saying? But they just, you know, they just go with the fancy name as states. But they are corporations as well. And the corporations of these states own the citizens that claim to be residents of that state. So when you get a birth certificate from that state or you get a license from that state, such as a driver license or a regular identification card, you register of that state, which means that you give that corporation jurisdiction over you by contract. Whenever you sign in your name or something, that's a contract. So when you fill out so your, your, your parents made a contract with the state, with your birth certificate, that the state can have jurisdiction over you, that the state could basically, you know, be king over you, control your life. They didn't have to do that. Well, of course, they were intimidated to do that. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the key steps of liberation is, earlier steps of liberation is getting rid of fear. It be scary. That's the biggest tactic of, of enslavement that scares you. You understand what I'm saying? So that's something, you know what I'm saying, that we got to all keep in mind. Now, you make a contract with the government when you get your driver license, when you get your, your ID, you sign the paperwork, you, you contracting with them. You know what I'm saying? You're yielding your, 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 your sovereignty to them. To that corporation, which means that that corporation could dictate, could enforce you, just like if you was to go some other application at a job, you're giving that boss, you know what I'm saying, jurisdiction over your life, which means that, you know what I'm saying, he gives you a duty to perform, so he gives you a task to perform, you know, um, he gives you a schedule to obey by, and if you do not, you know what I'm saying, follow what is that follow that contract between you and your employer, you as an employee, you don't follow that contract to your employer, he can enforce. He can enforce himself upon you. That unfortunately usually result into you being fired. That was you sign on the contract, you being fired. So, but there's corporations that set themselves up like that, but there are also corporations that set themselves up as when they enforce you, they give you a ticket for you to pay, or when they enforce you, they send you to jail. 
and sending you to prison. And that's how the corporate state usually works. You understand? Therefore, if you don't contract any of these states, they really can't incarcerate you. They can't. They don't really have the right to incarcerate you. Especially when you declare sovereignty. You understand? When you declare sovereignty in the records, you make it known that I am free of your jurisdiction. You don't have no jurisdiction. You don't have no power over me to contract. So you go into the poison centers and you fill out paperwork, right? Whenever you, you fill out your signature, you fill out a contract. Know what I mean? Fill out a contract. Well, you're really contracting for these people to poison you. You understand? You're really contracting for these people to poison you. As we read in the article earlier, about um, the people who want to sue for getting um, that the 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 medical instruments left in them, and they had a statute of limitation a certain time, you know what I'm saying, to to file a lawsuit, and based off the contract that they signed with some of these hospitals, the contract was designed for them to not be able to sue them. You understand? Which meant that the person who created those contracts, uh, those hospitals, was a mastermind at creating contracts. So, the ones who really have the most power in this nation is the ones who can mastermind contract, mastermind paperwork. I tell you, there's an intellectual war. You know what I'm saying? You look at some of these most powerful people, man. You know, some of these motherfuckers are too weak to to, to, to to carry a goddamn machine gun. But still, you know what I'm saying, they call shots. You understand? Because you got to know your paperwork game. You want to be sovereign. You want to be immune, you know what I'm saying, to law. Know what I mean? That consists of a lot of paperwork. It's no easy process. You know, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they like to, you know, pay for these Moorish packages and these sovereign packages and don't really understand the paperwork. They ain't going to do you no good. Bottom line, you got to do that homework. Well, I know plenty of you guys probably saying, like, what does this have to do with poisonous in it? have a lot of dual points in it because how could it are corporations? And the FDA, you know what I'm saying, is, is a corporation. And the, the hospitals, you know what I'm saying, actually more powerful, you know what I'm saying, than the U.S. incorporated, then really not much, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, uh, so-called America could do to help you. Which means that they, bottom line is that they fucking poisoning people. Bottom line is, you know what I'm saying, they fucking killing people. Bottom line is, you know what I'm saying, they making major mistakes like putting instruments in people. Bottom line is, you know what I'm saying, 
and have organs in their hospital that come from black market. Bottom line is they sell the organs to black market. All of this is illegal. So why none of these crooks is incarcerated? Is the question. You understand? Who is depriving our rights? You know, to to grow to grow natural herbs, to cure other people with natural herbs, to set up our own natural herb shops. It's not even the government who's doing it. It's the FDA and their law enforcement who's doing it, who's preventing it. You understand what I'm saying? It's them. So now you find yourself being incarcerated by a corporation, not even the government. You understand what I'm saying here? You know, it's it's a cold game out here. You know what I mean? It's a cold game. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that's being played. You know, on us on us American people, man. You know, and um, we gotta wake up, man. Because when I'm reading them article, those numbers are staggering. You know, millions of people are becoming victims of this plan, of this plot. You understand? And it's all business. That's what you got to remember, man. It's all business. These people don't care about your life, man. People at the grocery store don't care about your health. The people at the hospital don't care about your health. You know what I mean? The government don't care about your health. The government is a business itself. The United States is a corporation itself. A corporation is a business. All right? Now you got to understand. The court system is a business. Penitentiary is a business. If you study the penitentiary, you'll see that many of them not even owned by the government. Many of them not even owned by the state that these penitentiaries are operating in. When you look at them, a lot of them is private corporations, which means that a group of shareholders, other than the government, owns them, which means that when you get incarcerated most of the penitentiaries, you are being housed by wealthy shareholders of that particular corporation. You understand? And corporation, they 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 have elections. They vote. See, when you study business, and when you study law, and when you study finances, then you could really understand, you know, what I'm saying what's going on, you know, around the world. When you understand, you know, what I'm saying that law is business and business is law. You understand? Then you'll really understand what's going on in the world. 
And a lot of these laws are being passed and being written. You know, a lot of these laws are not even written by the government, you know what I'm saying, written by these by these wealthy shareholders. They want to create as many crimes as possible so people can violate them and go to their corporations because they make money out of imprisoning, imprisoning, imprisoning people. And they also got ties with the poison centers because those places have medical centers. Right? And the medical center get their compensation for the prisoners that they see. See how this all go hand in hand? It's all business. A type of business that they don't teach us in business school. Type of business that we don't learn about in libraries. A type of business that we don't learn about in local bookstores. But a type of business that you can learn about in King G. Inc. Library. Because the reason why they have the overhand, upper hand amongst a lot of our people is because, you know what I'm saying, they study information that most people don't even acknowledge. And as a matter of fact, they give you the information that a lot of you guys study. So you're over here losing faith in your people, losing faith in your leaders, and going to them, and they giving you information that's going to keep you at a subservient stage, that's going to keep you as a slave, that's going to keep you ignorant, that's going to keep you below them, that's going to keep you victimized. While they practice a form of knowledge and wisdom that most people in this nation and in the world don't even acknowledge. And it's funny that at the same time that they really got people shook to the point of taking care of themselves. Like people is literally afraid to put their life in their own hands. We're literally afraid to heal ourselves. We are literally afraid to be our own doctors. We are literally afraid to educate ourselves. And we really don't have faith in who we say is the most high. Because if we did, why don't we ask the most high to give us the wisdom and the knowledge to heal ourselves? You don't ask on that because you don't believe that the Most High will give it to you? That's why you don't ask. You don't ask because you don't believe that the Most High is good enough? So therefore, you go to the devil? You go to Satan? Because you believe more in Satan than you 
You believe more in the demons than you believe in the angels. You believe more in the demons than you believe in the you believe more in the demons than you believe in the holy mans. You believe more in the demons than you believe in the saviors. And you think the ones who are here reaching out to you doing this for entertainment, not realizing that they're giving information that saved your life, but you don't want to apply that. You don't want to accept that. Because deep down inside, you don't believe in the Savior. Because deep down inside, you believe in Shaitan. You believe in the devil. And the devil gives you nothing. And if your God is the pale man, then your God ain't shit. And I told you, I will expose your God and show you that your God ain't shit. Because in actuality, many of you worship them. That's who many of you niggas worship. Many of you have faith in them. Many of you love them. Many of you think they are the greatest. Many of you think they are the most powerful. Many of you think they have the power of life and the ultimate power of death. They did a real good job with humanity in this program of enslavement. Very good job. Very, 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 very good job. And as you can see, the masses of humanity is fools. They get sick, they go to the poison center. You know what I'm saying? They sign contracts that are prison, though. They walk themselves into enslavement. They don't know what freedom is. They don't know how to control their own destiny. They don't believe in their own. They don't believe they can make it outside of the devil's society. You don't think they can make it outside the double civilization. You don't think they can make it outside of the double lifestyle. Therefore, they submit to the pale beast. Submit to the pale beast. Here we go. Exposing his ass. Here we go. Showing you the source so you can go ahead and see the exposure for yourself to confirm it, to see if what we're saying is authentic, or all of that. 
the nigga still go running to that pale beast, man. Still go running to that pale ass beast. So the thing is, man, my people, when are you ready to take your life into your own hands? My people. When are you ready to heal yourself, people? When are you ready to free yourself, my people? When are you ready to worship your own, my people? My people, my people, my people. The ancestors have been incarnating into the great ones for generation to generation to generation, and they've been doing this for decades now trying to reach out to you, my people. But you still gravitate towards the beast. Trying to bring you into the realm of the ancestors, which is a lot more superior in the rim that you're in now. But you want to gravitate into the rim. You see the perils of man's society. You see his world. What it is for you, man. What it is for you. What it is for you. The poison center is poisoning your family members. <clears throat> Poison our mothers, poison our fathers, poison our brothers, they poison our sisters, they poison our children, they poison our cousins, they poison our aunties, they poison our uncles. Are y'all telling me you ain't got no beef with these fools? Huh? I'm telling you right now, they poisoning your mama, cuz. And she's going to the hospital. Are you just going to let that ride? I'm telling you right now, take in you. And you're not going to defend yourself? Are you serious? Hold on to your bottle of meds, nigga. Uh, oh, shit, you don't want to let it go, huh? You don't want to let it go, huh? Got a pale beast that's good for you, huh? Well, I'll tell you one thing, homie. You can hold on to your bottle of mess, but I suggest that you at least do yourself this favor. Investigate all the chemical properties and ingredients that's in that medication. And then after you do that, reason if it's worth holding on to. And then when you find out what that's doing to you, and then when you find out what that's doing to your family members, and then when you find out what that's doing to your people, then ask yourself, what you going to do? Huh? What you going to do? Move to the Holy Show. Yasha was in your face, man. I come in in your grill, man. You know what I'm saying? 
what it's going to be. What it's going to be. This ain't no entertainment. This is liberation. You know what I mean? I got your face in the mirror right now. Got your face in the mirror right now. You gonna let you gonna let them ride on you like that, huh? You gonna let them poison you? You gonna let them poison your family? You gonna let them poison your community? You gonna participate in this? You gonna be quiet? You ain't gonna say nothing? You gonna turn your head out like it don't exist? Huh? You gonna watch your mother die? You gonna watch your father? Die? Huh? You pregnant? You gonna go in there and let them poison you and your child? Huh? You gonna go in that hospital and sign your child to the state? Like he a piece of property? Give up his freedom? Before he can even be one day years old, as soon as he come out the womb, huh? This is what we gonna do? New being American, this is what we gonna do? You know what we really standing for, man? We really standing for liberation? Are we really? Are we? Are this all? This is just entertainment. You know what I'm saying? What it is? I come with the mathematics and the science, B. Y'all should know this ain't no entertainment. You should know that's work. I come with gab odds. What is that? Mathematics, spirituality, science, language, law, divinity. You understand? That's work. That's discipline. That's a challenge. That's not entertainment. But what, but, 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 but what, 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 what niggas looking for today? Oh, now I want to hear some debates. Um, you know, talk about some, 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 some history. You know, give, give me that story about what happened in the past. You know, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, um, talk about a little bit of metaphysics. You know, I ain't trying to learn how to apply this shit. You know, I. I I just want to hear about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it, you know. Oh, yeah, teach me that black supremacy, you know. Yeah, 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 I want to hear that shit. I want to hear how, you know, you know, we used to enslave European people and, you know, how we used to be fucking kings and queens and shit, you know, and, um, yeah, you know, just, just puff my pride up right quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, just do that for me. What you about, homie? Real cop? For authentic media, man. We coming raw with it. Every Sunday. EST. 7 p.m. Monta Hoodie Show Yashua ain't here on Sunday. 7 p.m. EST. The sun had happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Call on the ancestors. Anyway, this is what it is. This ain't no entertainment. Feel me? This is raw truth. Check out King Jig Inc. You know what I mean? And with that, I'm going to hit you up with some chakra tones as a closing.